is up, Fantasy Fam? Back yet again. Uh, we had taken a nice, we had taken an unfortunate hiatus. I don't want to call it nice, but it was a little bit nice break. Uh, we have we're a little busy in our lives. Work gets in the way. Significant others get in the way. No offense. It um, happens. It happens. It does. It happens. It's part of life. Like this isn't our full time job. We do this because we love it. So the fact is, is that we try to fit it in and we try to provide the listeners with as much content as possible. And we do not want you to go anywhere. We want you to stick around because we have way more to come. That being said, we are back. Please make sure to download every episode going forward as we prepare you for the end of your, uh, you know, you're go- going towards the All-Star break and then into the playoffs of your fantasy baseball and getting you prepared for football, which is right around the corner. It is the middle of June, so you know that everyone's getting super excited to start statting out players and, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Anyway. So, last episode we talked about uh, some 2018 to this point, some guys who have been great, you know, some the top, uh, the top 10 hitters so far in fantasy, top 10 pitchers so far in fantasy. We talked about some guys who have surprised us, maybe some guys who have struggled, and we mostly covered a lot of guys who have gotten injured to this point, potentially have hurt your team, potentially, you know, you're hoping to come back so you can, you know, get back to where you were before in terms of standings. So... On this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to go through some waiver wire guys to target. Some guys who are still out there that, you know, you need to fill in for someone on the DL. Someone is not performing up to par. You need to fill in at some positions. Uh, we're going to talk, talk about some guys who are still not owned in a lot of leagues. Um, if they are owned in your league, I apologize. That being said, it is what it then is. Then good for you if you own them. <laughs> So, and the other thing we're going to talk about is something that's not going to so much affect you now unless you take advantage of it, but it's going to affect you more in the, you know, the later parts of July is the trade deadline potentials, where some, you know, some some of these players will have new places to play because how bad their their teams are currently and how much of an impact they could have, whether good or bad, uh, on their new team. So, a lot of stuff to get into. What we're going to start with is the waiver wire guys to target. Um, we've talked about this guy before. I am a big fan and uh, it's just the fact that of his position, it's we we don't know where he stands exactly with the Dodgers. And that is Max Muncie. Ooh, first baseman Max, Max Muncie. Yeah, he is he is really hitting his stride. <laughs> he's he's absolutely killing it right now. And like we said in the last episode, this is why part of the reason why the Dodgers are playing so well. Um, Max Muncie, I think, is owned in like CBS in like seventy percent, seventy six percent of leagues. I think that's a good number, but I'm actually kind of surprised that it's not that it's not a lot more with the way that he's I, playing. Yeah, I think it's going to continue to rise, honestly, based on how often he's hitting. I mean, the guy has an OPS this season of 1.011. That is a very high OPS. Granted, it doesn't matter so much um, for a fantasy perspective, but it shows you how strong he has been. 395 on base percentage is huge. He's getting on base. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. The guy has been really good. Um, he's finally finding his stride with the Dodgers, and that's awesome for him. Um, you know, not every player is so lucky to be 27-year-olds finally getting to their potential of what they're capable of. So he is someone that is worthwhile of taking a look at um, for those of you who need some fill-in positions. So a first baseman that we'll get into, uh, I actually have, who I have been very happy with, uh, Granted, I won't get into the trade that I did that replaced him, but it is what it is. Edwin Encarnacion, I miss you, buddy. Um, hope you're doing well over there. But CJ Crone for the Rays. Um, not a good team by any means. Not at but all. But CJ has been raking. I mean, he, he's, he's off to a little bit. He was off to a great start. He has slowed down a little bit since then. 
Um, but he still has his average of 256, which is a you know a pretty it's around his uh, career um, level. Uh, but he's driving in some he's hitting home runs. And he's driving in RBIs. 15 home runs, 36 RBIs. Uh, you know, I, I think he's his on base percentage is a little low with the 330. But for a team that doesn't help him out, I think he's having a really good year for the Rays. Yeah. <clears throat> to uh, to go on to another one, I think this guy's got a pretty sweet name. What's it? Jin Jinmar Can Candelario. Oh, Candelario. Candel Candelario. Candelario. I mean, this guy. This guy's actually playing pretty solid right now. For a pretty for not for a not so good Detroit Tigers. I mean, what is he? Third baseman, right? Yeah. He's owned well, he, right now in sixty nine percent of leagues. Yeah. I, th- I think that's I think that's good for right now, but this guy goes this guy's been going on some tears, you know, from time to time. He was kind of, I want to say he's like a little streaky, but he's definitely consistent though. I mean, he's definitely if you needed a third baseman, I would I would definitely look at him. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of his, especially for an offense that is not the best. And Miguel Cabrera, we've really seen we've seen him age. I mean, he he does not look a fleet of foot anymore. He is not looking good swinging the bat. Um, so for a team that's really looking for somebody to put the ball in play, I think Candelario has been pretty, pretty good at it and he's not getting much help. So that unfortunately sucks, but it is what it is. True. So someone I'll talk about is my own fan favorite. I have him on my team. He is also a New York Met and that is Brandon Nimmo. Uh, Brandon Nimmo has kind of come onto the scene pretty strong for the Mets. I mean, I wasn't really expecting this as a Mets fan myself. But Nimmo has been pretty darn good. Um, he, was, the Mets, he was pretty decent last year. The Mets haven't um, haven't hit, so that's pretty much obvious to everybody who owns a Met or who watches the Mets. They do not hit. But he, for the last two or three weeks, he has been the only one on the team getting hits and getting on base. Okay? I can tell you when I picked him up about two, three weeks ago, he was owned in about 30, 32% of leagues. Okay? That number has skyrocketed to 75% owned in leagues right now should be okay? more he's it should be more because he, the thing is is that while when Cespedes does come back he might not be that typical everyday player all it takes is for Conforto to suck which he has for Jay Bruce to suck which he has um for him to have some playing time and I don't think they're going to take out their best hitter at the moment and replace him with one of them it's just not going to happen I agree so Brandon Nimmo is somebody I am personally passionate about because I have them um Another guy we'll jump into for a nice waiver wire uh, pickup has been if you're depleted at starting pitching, um, Clayton Richard. Awesome. I, He's been I know that I've absolutely heard plenty killing of, it. Yeah, I've heard plenty of pundits talk about him in the past and say he is a dumpster fire. He is, you know, he is not a good pitcher. And honestly, I didn't blame them for a period of time. Well, he also <laughs> well he also plays for the Padres, who yeah, that doesn't help. Well, I mean, they're they're going to they have a very 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 good farm system right now they are going to be a solid team of a, a team to oh, with the farm next, system in, in the next three years i can guarantee you that they're going to be up there but clayton richard has been playing absolutely insane yeah I, I unreal I think the past few games i think he's been very very good um for the past you know few weeks two weeks or so and he's still at 37 percent owned in fantasy and that is a very very low number given the fact that he does get you innings he has the capability to get you some strikeouts. Um, it, it, he's just been overall, he's been very, very good. Wow. Uh, and the fact that he throws from the left side is a big benefit for me because I, I do like myself a, a good left-handed pitcher. He, since May eighth, 
every single game except for one, he's been going seven innings or more. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Six out of seven games. That's Six out of seven games. Un- That's fine. Unreal. Absolutely Six unreal. out of seven games, he's gone seven plus innings, which is awesome for anybody, whether it's a category league, whether it's a points league, it doesn't matter. You get the points for it. And that's what I like. Yes, if they don't get the win, it sucks. But I need somebody who's going to go the distance, you know, go the six, seven, eight plus innings, and is going to get me some strikeouts from time to time. And while he's not touching the 10 strikeout total every game or most games at all, he still puts up a nice five spot. So I'll take it. Yeah. I wish I were a big, big, big fan. So, um, Last guy we'll talk about is uh, a rookie, actually. It's Ryan Yarbrough. So, unfortunately, we keep talking about players on bad teams, but that's because people don't like targeting players on bad teams. They just don't. True. Um, they're afraid, honestly. <laughs> I mean, and I don't, I don't blame them for being afraid because he's not getting run support down in Tampa. He's just not going to happen because he, he's a rookie. Okay? True. But, There's nobody that can really hit on that team. <laughs> at all he has been he has shown flashes of dominance at a couple games here and there i will say his past few games have been a little up and down but like you said he's got no run support no he has not if he was on a good team he he would actually be like a a solid pitcher he would definitely be owned in a lot more leagues but tampa's terrible they're awful (laughs) <laughs> there was a stretch for 12 games in a row, 12, count them, 12 games, that out of out of those 12 games, only one of them, he gave up more than two earned runs. Wow. 12 games in a row, okay? 11 of 12 gave up less, two or earned runs or less, okay? You want to know how many of those he got the win in? Two. Two. Nice. <laughs> then he proceeded to go on. Um, no, well, one, two. Then he's gotten three wins since then. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, hold that over his head. He's actually gotten three wins since then. He does not get losses. That's the thing that's great about him. He's five and two with a 3.9 ERA. That's so, not. I mean, I mean in, a, in a very, 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 very tough division, probably the best division right. in baseball right now. And when, when you don't have good hitters, and when you don't, you know, don't have any run support, it, it doesn't make it life easy for him. But he's finding a way to make it work. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so one, one more guy, really quick, I wanted to touch up on that we talked about last episode, but Jesse Winker, he is not. Yeah. He is still out there, at least in our league. He's only owned in 22% of leagues, and he has been on fire lately. This guy has been – he's been hitting the crap out of the ball. I think he was on a one, two, three, four, five, six, six-game hitting streak um, for a not-so-good Cincinnati Red team. They're bad. Let's put it that so way. They're, they're bad. this guy is going to be their starter soon, like we said previously. There's going to be a trade. It's going to happen. Someone's, yeah. someone's leaving. There's too much talent there, and you don't want this guy. You want him to succeed, and he's actually – starting to do it and he doesn't really strike out that much either i don't think which is good so, you know that which is pretty solid yeah. 31 strikeouts and 182 at bats that's not bad for a rookie for a young dude for a young rookie you know i agree and that's a great pivot for us is the fact that what you know what's great about fantasy is that even in the same season things can change so even in 2018 one player you have can change drastically in their value because of the team they're on so we're going to take a look at now is some trade deadline potential players who might move teams within the next month and a half. Okay, we're now in the middle of June. Trade deadline is July 31st. 
we're going to talk about some guys who could be some you know similar faces in new places. Uh, first one is a guy who's actually just coming back from the DL after tearing his Achilles last December, and that is Zach Britton. Um, the Orioles are going nowhere fast, uh, and they they need to rebuild badly. So the net, first two on our list are actually both Orioles, and that is Zach Britton, the closer for the Orioles, and Dylan Bundy, uh, the starting pitcher for the Orioles. Uh, I think one, I think they're both going to be moved. I would one of value one of them can get a unbelievable amount of value, and I cannot believe I don't know why. Honestly, I do not think Dylan Bundy is that good. Okay, right now he has, he's right now he's actually yeah right now he's been very pitching good pretty well for a team that sucks. But the thing is, is I don't believe in him as much as some people do. I, I don't think he's that I don't think he has that great of stuff. But because he's young, because they have him under a contract and op, he has no option until twenty twenty two, I think. Um, He's going to have a tremendous amount of value because he has some. He has a lot of talent. He uh, does. He's he's definitely shown a lot of. I mean, he pitched a complete game, fourteen strikeouts, nine innings. You know, yeah. it, I mean, the guy. We've seen what he can do, but like you said, he's he's right. not it's consistent. He's right. It's stringing them together. And the thing is, comparing players like him and Jake Degrom, my boy uh, Jacob Degrom, for the New York Mets potential trade target because he is uh, going into his first contract coming up. Uh, as a you know, after his rookie, you know, his his rookie contract, his five year, whatever, four years, whatever it was, um, and he's thirty years old. I mean, do you really want to pay a thirty year old pitcher? Yeah. Mets are not Mets aren't looking great either. One of them, one of them's going, and I think it is going to be Jacob Degrom because they can get a lot. They could get a yeah. very a good a s- bunch of solid, good young guys in the farm and system. The, right, and the Mets need to rebuild their farm system a little bit because it's been overvalued for the last few years. Not yeah. a lot of top notch talent in that bullpen. So, uh, yeah, so that's another one we'll talk about. Um, so what we talked about last show was Manny Machado, another Oriole. Okay, we're just going to have a fire sale. They need to just have a fire sale at this point, and he is their most valuable asset. They're the worst team in baseball. Correct. He is their most valuable asset because of his talent, but he's actually not going to fetch the most because he is in a contract year. So the thing is is that they're basically buying him for one year because after this year he's going to become a free agent. Exactly. And he's going to go somewhere and he's going to make buku bucks. So unless he goes to Chicago where they could potentially sign him, I, I don't know or Milwaukee potentially where they could sign him to a long-term contract and have the assets. This is a guy who <clears throat> if he's if he's right now a top 10 hitter in fantasy for the Orioles, imagine when he goes to Milwaukee or Chicago or wherever he ends up. He's going to put up some serious serious numbers. And he's still young. And he's good. (laughs) Solid guy. Another. uh, I I can't wait to talk about this next, dude. Yeah, go for it. It's all you. (laughs) Scooter. Yeah. Scooter. (laughs) Scooter. Jeanette. Gannett. Whatever. Um, Janet. This this guy last year finished on fire. Um, I had him on my team, and I mean the guy. Like, all right, okay, pretty good. See what he can do. Um, he has taken the fantasy world by storm this year. Absolutely, he, he's hitting. So what's his his batting average? He's batting 340. I don't think he's going to keep that up. I mean, he's going to probably bat around 300 if he continues to do what he's doing. 12 home runs, 47 RBIs, 16 doubles, 82 hits already too. This guy's on pace to hit over 200 hits. That's ridiculous. Un unreal. Reds they got to trade him, and I think he's going to go to a contender and then re-sign with whoever. 
Yeah, I mean, I That's think based I think. on this year, he's going to get a good contract. And I always, honestly, he had a lot of talent with Milwaukee in that organization, but they couldn't they let him. They evolve. didn't know exactly. They yeah, they know. couldn't let it happen because it just wasn't happening fast enough. Exactly. So that's a good one. Uh, my next one is somebody I've had little faith in over the years, actually, but he is having a tremendous, tremendous year for the Kansas City Royals who are going nowhere fast. Uh, and that is Kelvin Herrera. Uh, closer for the Royals right now is spotting a nice .73 ERA with 14 saves for a pretty underwhelming uh, Kansas City Royals team that and, needs to rebuild. And 14 saves for that team is actually a, yeah. a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, his strikeouts are actually his strikeouts are actually pretty low. I would thought he would have had more strikeouts at this point. Uh, he's a 22 strikeouts over 24 uh, and two third innings, which you know it's not bad, but it's not great for but him. He's exactly, a strikeout. Exactly. Low ERA. High, uh, you know, save total for a bad team. He is a he is a prime candidate to be traded July thirty first. Uh, where he goes, that's to be determined. Um, but I think he is somebody if he gets put, he gets put in the right situation. He will be the closer right off the bat. And if somebody like Ken Giles continues to suck and they don't want to go with Davinsky, look, look for Houston. <laughs> Ken Giles. So that's another one of my uh, my big targets that could be on the move this July uh, with a new destination in mind. To go back to the American League East, um, someone who I, I I still don't know how I feel about him, but he's actually, I mean, if, if he wasn't on the team, which he may be traded, J.A. Happ from the Toronto Blue Jays, who started off pretty hot too. I mean, they were doing very well in that division, and then they fell on their face, and now they suck. Yes. So Jay Happ, um, another potential trade guy. I think he, I think he could definitely go to a contender and help out as maybe like their three or four pitcher. No, I, I agree. I think he's been having, a, he's had a very, very good year yet again to this point uh, for a team that's not going anywhere. I mean, what, tr- might as well trade your older assets that aren't under contract for a long time. That you know you can get something for to kind of rebuild. I mean, Toronto is another team that has a pretty good minor league system, but it's always good to kind of continue that rebuild. Uh, so someone I'll uh, touch on one of my you know last players that I'll talk about is is somebody I've been a big fan of for a long time, um, and that is Cole Hamels. Uh, Cole Hamels is is playing for a really bad Texas team. They're pretty Sorry. they're pretty horrendous. So the the Texas Rangers are going nowhere fast as well, and Cole Hamels is is hitting the end of his career not the end of his career but he's definitely hitting those years where he's going to struggle a little bit more his his velocity isn't there he's not getting the wins he's not getting the strikeouts as much so where does he go from here perfect destination by far is the new york yankees wow okay. Cole Hamels. it makes the most it makes the most sense they need they need a number three slash four jordan montgomery now done for the season with a torn ucl so True. i mean i really think that he could fit in nicely in that three four role potentially four five whatever it is but he brings expert you know experience he brings expertise he brings a lot of veteran uh capabilities to help the yankees that are such a young team um so i think that's a good destination for him which will benefit him tremendously i could see it happening um yeah. on the flip side on the offensive side uh adrian beltre could could be another potential trade candidate for the texas rangers um I mean, the guy, he's hes part of the 3,000-hit club. Uh, big props to you, uh, Mr. Beltre. Awesome. Congrats. Um, yes, he does get he does get hurt. But if you're going to be in contention come October, and if you have Beltre uh, even on your bench, like let's say you don't even need him, but if you're in the American League and you need like even a DH or something or even to add depth, I think Beltre could be, um, as long as he doesn't play like he did in the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but they probably should have taken him out, but that's besides the point. 
But Adrian Beltre could go to a contender within the American League, in my opinion. It's more likely just because he'll play DH instead of third base because he's starting to slow down, getting a little older. So it should be interesting to see where he goes. Yeah, but it's always nice if to see those somewhere. guys. Yeah, those guys at the end of their careers or the middle end of their careers, like the Cole Hamels, like the Adrian Beltres, the guys who were on, you know, their last, it's probably going to be their last contract coming up or it's going to be maybe their last destination coming up. It's nice to see that, you know, the impact they can have on a team that's moving towards the playoffs, moving towards a championship, maybe get them a championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, yeah. for that, for their own sake, from a fantasy perspective, it's great. I would love for Cole Hamels to be on, you know, uh, a contender, but he's won a World Series. I'm not really as worried about him. I'm more worried about Adrian Beltre. It'd be nice to see him get a World Series chance again. And, um, you know, from a fantasy perspective, I think he'd do well hitting in an offense and, you know, playing in an offense that allows him to drive in runs and get on base more and things like that. So, wow. so those are some guys we think that we'll talk more about these, you know, later on, later this month into early July and how they could affect. Uh, the fantasy community, fantasy baseball as a whole, and where they end up. Because destination matters. Where a player is playing matters. Whether it's ballpark, whether it's team makeup, it matters. So we covered a, a lot of information today. A lot of guys who are waiver wire targets out there you know, to, to pick up, whether it's this week, next week, depending on your league formats. These are guys that are still out there at a low percentage rate. It's worthwhile to pick up. And some guys who could potentially be trade deadline targets for teams you know, contending for a playoff spot, contending for a wild card spot that might be, you know, might benefit their uh, their value, whether it's trade value or value for your, to your team. Um, like we said earlier, you know, we're going to be back with a vengeance now. We're going to be back, you know, giving you so much more content to get you into your fantasy playoffs and get you through the rest of the season. We're also going to get you ready for the NFL season and fantasy football is here. Okay, it is the middle of June, best time of the year. Baseball's going on, football's coming up. We can't wait to provide you with as much content as possible. So on behalf of me and my wonderful cousin, this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Bye.